Hey, Kevin Draves here with the Howl for Diamond Box Bluetooth speakers. I got to tell you, I play basketball at the gym down the road for me all the time. And sometimes I go late at night. I bring my Diamond Box. And now they're introducing three new systems. The new L2, XL2, and M2 all feature stereo sound by themselves or split stereo sound with wireless syncing of two units for a live sound experience. Loud enough for any environment. And I kid you not, you could play this at low volume and you'll hear it in any room of your house. This is the most powerful Bluetooth boombox speaker on the market today. Check them out on Twitter at Diamond Box Co. That's box with two X's, Diamond Box Co. Welcome to the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing But Net channel. Brought to you by Rode Microphones. Studio quality with easy accessibility since 1967. We are your source for NBA 2K League coverage each and every week. Here, covering the best of the best, not the rest of the rest. Week 5 is upon us of the NBA 2K League. Again, we are the NBA 2K League show, and we'll start off with recaps from this weekend's games. First game on the schedule, we had Magic Gaming taking on Pistons GT. Now, early on in this one, and we talk about the importance of runs, this game was no different. Magic, start off, how about this? They go on a 20-9 first quarter run. How about that? I mean, absolutely fantastic. Uh, you got a great, great effort from Reezy at that point. Was able to hit some threes, and actually... In that first half, Reezy ends with 20 points. Really solid for him. You also got good con contributions from DT and King Cam Royalty. Ultimately, you were really watching a team that looked like they had figured something out. You were very pleased with the effort on both ends. Lots of things uh, to like from there. But then, that again, we're talking just the first half. Now, as far as the Pistons are concerned, you got a pretty good effort from Dev Goss. Uh, obviously, this is his first game playing with the Pistons, and he actually scored early on, but the first half ultimately was not great for Pistons GT. Magic really were the team to beat. Now, second half, obviously hoping for changes if you're the Pistons, and they were able to do that. Different team altogether, if you ask me, night and day, and that's what you need if you're going to find a way to come back in this one. Insanity was finally able to uh, find his touch uh, with the jump shot. And on top of that, he was able to get some of his uh, teammates more involved in the game, and there was a lot to like from them in that second half. But again, when you start off the game down 20-9, to nine, it's going to be tough to really come back. Now, across the way, Dev Goss, really, really solid first game. We kind of mentioned it earlier, but how about this? 17 points, and he was also able to be a leader on the court. How about Joseph? 5 of 5 from the field, 12 points. Now, in that third quarter, Pistons end up winning 20-11. to 11. Now, they looked like they were, are they going to make a comeback? Is this going to be the time where they find a way to overcome that slow start? Going into the fourth quarter, though, and Magic, uh, they put their foot back on the gas. King Cam Royalty was amazing in the post. And on top of that, the, the Magic just couldn't uh, ultimately overcome that 20-9 first quarter. I appreciate that they put up a fight, but ultimately it was for not. Final score in this one, 63-55. to 55. Uh, Pistons do lose to the Magic. Now, for the Magic, 
We're going to give the player of the game nod to none other than Reezy. 27 points, 2 rebounds, 6 assists, and a steal. Although 7 turnovers leaves a very bad taste in your mouth. Uh, the player that we normally uh, really uh, highlighted a lot of times for the Pistons is May. In this game, he did have a solid game, but we're actually going to give the nod to Insanity. 16 points, 7 assists, and just a single turnover. So very good first game on the docket. Got a nice fight from both teams, but ultimately the Magic prevailed. Game number two on the list, Kings Guard Gaming taking on Pacers Gaming. And very similar to that first game, you see the Kings Guard getting out uh, to a nice a nice advantage in that first quarter. They end up actually taking the first quarter 22-16. to 16. So a very good start in this one for Kings Guard. Now, is it going to be like the last game where this tells the tale, or will we see the Pacers step up? Now, in the turn tournament... Uh, Kingsguard really struggled, and they went out earlier than they were definitely hoping. They've been one of the uh, pretty good teams as far as this season is concerned. Now, the Pacers, coming into this game, Pacers have been solid. Both teams, uh, this is uh, on pace, on paper I should say, this looks like it's going to be one of the better matchups of the week. But the scoring really told a different tale. Now, BP, really good game in this one. And he actually set the record for most made three-pointers with 11, and tied the season record for points scored with 41 points. And I think if that tells you anything, it tells you how this game went. We're not going to spend a ton of time on this one just because it was such a one-sided affair for Kingsguard Gaming. Now, despite BP being uh, you know, really solid on offense, ultimately all of the players really stepped up. Uh, you might say all of the Kings men. Yeah, working worth and Colt was really good inside of the post. Uh, Zachy six ten was able to really be that dominant force he needs to be on defense. And how about this Pacers backcourt only fourteen points. Talk about defense. Yusuf Scarves four steals and two blocks. Some people are starting to wonder will BP be the rookie of the year? But ultimately, team effort and solid win. Eighty one to sixty one is the final as the Kings guard take out Pacers. Of course, not a shock, player of the game, BP, 41 points, but he did more than that. Five rebounds, six assists, three steals, just three turnovers. Awesome job from him. And 25 points from Ball like Seam. Just a solid effort from the Kings guard. They are going to be a force to be reckoned with for the rest of the season. For the Pacers, got to give a shout-out to Swizzerk. 10 of 15 from the field, 8 of 13 from three, 28 points, three rebounds, six assists, two steals, and just a single turnover. Congrats to Swizzerk. Very good game. Unfortunately, the team did not get the win, but solid effort nonetheless. We move on to the next game, and you start to wonder at a certain point, is that going to be the trend here in this weekend? Blowouts. You go into this next game. It is Heat Check Gaming taking on Cavs Legion. Now, Hood, obviously, is the newest player that has joined the Heat and you wonder if this will be his final spot. Maybe he's finally going to find a home, a place where he really feels like he fits in. And there's a reason why people are willing to trade for him, despite the issues that he's had with some of these teams. How about Hood in this game showed once again why he is one of the best. He ended up scoring 24 points, 6 assists, a steal, and a rebound. So this is game number one for him with the Heat. And already he's able to uh, you know, cement his place on the map. Now, some other players that we will highlight here, and again, we talked about how, unfortunately, we wonder if this is going to be the trend this weekend, but we're going to mention points, we're going to mention things like that, because there's not much to talk about from this game as the final score, Heat Check, again, a big portion of that was Hood, but Heat Check win this one 86-55. to I mean, really, really not a great, not a great game for the Cavs. Very, very much struggled. Now, you'd think maybe they, they were able to do something going into this game. They got uh, all hell Trey, so very similar to the Heat getting Hood. The Cavs were hoping to ride the ship getting all hell Trey. And he, uh, he did what he could, put up 12 points, but ultimately seven turnovers is the story of his first night with Cavs Legion. Now, if you want to go over a little bit of the game at least, obviously, uh, so like a pro, uh, the starting point guard, he did not play. He was sick. So right there, going into this game, you knew you were at a disadvantage. Plus, you've added a new player. 
there's just a lot of things you got to work out as far as uh, you know chemistry and things are concerned. So they they already were at a disadvantage going into this game. So it's not completely shocking that this ended up going the way that it did. Cavs hopefully uh, will be able to right the ship their next game. But again, final score 86 to 55 is your final. Heat check gaming. Got to give player of the game nod to Hotshot. No shock. This is one of the best performances we've seen uh, this whole weekend. I'm very impressed with this. How about 10 points, 15 rebounds, 9 assists, 4 steals, and a block. So incredibly impressive for Hotshot. And then looking across the way at the Cavs, the guy I'm going to give it to, O'Larry. 9 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists, a steal, a block. 5 turnovers isn't really helping out a lot, but... Honestly, overall, he put on a pretty solid effort. Four of six from the field, one of two from the free throw line. Next up, we have Pistons GT and T-Wolves Gaming. Now, Pistons obviously trying to get back on track after that early loss in the night. T-Wolves hoping to continue to play a lot better. Ever since the coaching change, you've definitely seen a team that's uh, a little more competitive. Still a mixed bag as you're getting uh, kind of, it's kind of an every other. It's kind of like Shaq at the free throw line. Uh, one goes in, one goes out. And so you kind of see a little bit of that. They're able to get better, but they're not getting the momentum they're hoping for to give some sort of a surge uh, going on to the rest of the season. Now, Pistons, not a very good three-point shooting team, but they started off trying to get that portion of their game changed. And uh, the newest member of the team, Dev Goss, was a big part of that. But here's the problem. Just because you try to shoot doesn't mean that you're going to be successful. And one of eight, how about that, is what they started, Pistons GT from three. So we talked about how they're not a great three-point shooting team. You can't just make yourself a three-point shooting team, and they proved it again here. Now, T-Wolves Gaming uh, really, really dominated that first half. 15 of 23 from the court and 6 of 11 from three. If that tells you a lot about how this first half went, I mean, we talked about the Pistons, one of eight, and now you look over at the T-Wolves, 6 of 11 from three. Made a huge, huge dif- distance, or a huge difference. Although, uh, credit the Pistons for at least finding a way to keep it close. Now, 36-31 is your score at the half. But in that second half, it just didn't seem like the Pistons were in it. They obviously uh, looked like a, a team that, uh, we talked about that first game, uh, is a good example. Where in the first half, they struggled. And then in the second half, you got a better effort. In this one, it was like they were just trying to stay alive in that first half. And by the second half, they were just beaten because they just did not have it. Now, T-Wolves went on to start out the third quarter with an 8-2 run. And just like that, they were up by 11 points. 23 points scored in that quarter. And they actually had a 13-point lead going into the fourth. Now, Pistons, again, we talk about the importance of runs in the 2K League. Pistons uh, started off the fourth, and they were able to go on a mini run, got the lead to just 8 points. But that was all she wrote, as they were never able to get any closer than that. Big part of that was obviously the three-point shooting in that first half, and then in the second half, able to really dominate in the post. Final score in this one, 73-59, T-Wolves gaming end up taking it. Solid win for them. Pistons, not a great night for them with two losses. Uh, kind of taking a look at uh, how or who the player of the game was for T-Wolves gaming, we got to give the nod to Feast. 18 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 steals, 0 turnovers. So let that sink in. Definitely a very good game for him. Now, uh, Jay Money obviously is in the fold now for them. They made the trade for him. He was the, the, the player they traded for with Hood. And how about this game for him? 17 points, a rebound, 9 assists. 6 turnovers isn't great, but 7 of 12 from the field. 3 of 6 from 3. We will take that all day long. If you're a fan of T-Wolves Gaming, you definitely like to see at least a step in the right direction as far as the team is concerned. For the Pistons, got to give the nod to Joseph. He was solid. 28 points, 3 rebounds, 2 steals, and a block with 0 turnovers. Very solid effort from him, although unfortunately in a loss. Next up, and last four, so the first night of Wednesday, last game on the docket, we have Heat Check Gaming taking on Pacers Gaming. Now, uh, both these teams uh, played earlier on. Heatcheck looking to, you know, stay hot with that addition of Hood. Pacers looking to see what they can do as far as finding a way to right the ship. They were blown out in that first game, looking to 
you know, make some sort of a change. And hopefully they can do that in this one. Honestly, except for two minutes in this game, honestly, and that's the first two minutes, heat check, we're really never in this one. Pacers dominated for the most part from start to finish. And Swizzer, absolutely phenomenal, able to score. And a 14-4 to run was uh, basically what started or opened the floodgates uh, for Heat Check Gaming. Now, four-point lead at the end of the first quarter just because of that uh, just little slow start. But after that, again, floodgates were opened. And on top of that, they were able to play fantastic defense. Ten first-half turnovers for Heat Check. Pacers just on fire on both ends. Halftime up by 12. And no different in the second half. More turnovers, more scoring, so good defense, good offense. Heat check, 22 turnovers in this one, and actually the lead was up to as many as 30 points at one point in that second half. I mean, heat check towards the end of the game went on a little bit of a run, but nothing that was going to ever put the game into question, and that was really the story of this game. Pacers just blow them out of the water. Very impressive, a bounce-back game for the Pacers. Taking a look at the final score, 82 to 66. Again, the the lead was up to 30 points at one point for the Pacers. So ultimately, this was a blowout. Again, player of the game. Actually, this time we're going to go to Ramo. 12 points, 12 rebounds, 6 assists, 6 steals, 2 blocks, 4 turnovers. Although a nice 24 points from Swizzerk in this matchup. You know who really did not help Heat Check Gaming? Hood. 3 points, 2 rebounds. Eight assists is nice, but six turnovers. One of nine from the field, one of six from three. You want to know a big reason why they lost this game? He's the he's a big reason. You got 19 points from Lottie, 16 points from Majestic, 20 points from Drop Off, eight points from uh, or sorry, eight points from Drop Off, 20 points from Hot Shot, and and you're getting lots of stats from those guys too. 24K. Five rebounds, six assists. Hot shot, 14 rebounds, nine assists, five steals, three blocks. I mean, just fantastic. But again, 22 turnovers and one of nine for the field from Hood. Not going to get the job done. And a big reason why this game was never in question. Now that does it for night number one. Then we move on to the Thursday slate of games. Day two is the day of redemption. Hopefully we have some closer games than we did in game or in day number one. First game, we have Cavs Legion taking on Jazz Gaming. Cavs especially looking for redemption as they were blown out on night one. We'll see if they were able to continue. Now the Jazz, of course, looking to keep their win streak alive. They are they've won the last three games, looking to bring it to four. Now, Jazz Gaming started off 0-2 on the season. So definitely looking like a team that's a uh, uh, you know, primed to go. And this is very similar to what they did last season where they started off a little slower and then they were able to pick it up. So we'll see if they are able to uh, continue that here with a game against the Cavs who have struggled recently. So early on, you had some really impressive offense from Jazz Gaming. Cavs Legion, good defense, but unfortunately, they were a little too on ball and they were able to take advantage of some sloppiness with that man-to-man option. Now, they were able to get wide-open shots, not only from the corners, but also they were able to take it inside. 7 of 9 from the three-point line, and 16 of 20 in the first half overall. Now, at halftime, 10 points was the lead, and Cavs Legion never able to get it back to single digits until under a minute to go in the game. Really, this was very similar to the last game. The Cavs were just not the better team. They really didn't look like they belonged, and the Jazz took advantage of that. Now, Jazz, not just one player, not just two, but a whole team effort, 28 of 42 from the field, 11 of 16 from the three-point line, four players with at least 14 points. Pretty impressive there. Gliz with a monster 19 points. Kev don't miss was solid. Rhea had a double-double. Lots to like from them. Now, newest member of the Cavs Legion, the player they traded for all hail Trey, lived up to what you expected, and he is able to hit threes, and this game was no different. Five of nine, and then eight of 17 overall, 23 points. So 
they're getting what they expected out of all hail Trey, but you need a better team effort, need a better game plan on defense as the Jazz were able to take advantage of it. Now, we're going to give a player of the game nod to Rhea. 14 points, 14 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 steals, 4 blocks, and 4 turnovers. Looking over at the side for Cavs Legion, we'll give it to the guy they traded for. 23 points, a rebound, 4 assists, 3 steals, just a single turnover. But again, they do end up losing 69-58 to is your final. Looking at the, the thing as a whole, and we've seen this as a trend this week, but Jazz Gaming won the first quarter 19-12. to And honestly, most of these teams that lose are losing that first quarter and just are not able to overcome. First quarter they won. Second quarter the Jazz won. Third quarter they won. And the fourth quarter hits. Cavs Legion won that one, but only by two points. And that's not going to get the job done. Game number two of the second night, we have Kingsguard taking on Bucks. Honestly, one of the best matchups of the week as we've seen so far. We've had a lot of blowouts. This one was a much better contest and, and definitely a lot closer. Now, both these teams are trying to get in the top five for the standings so far on the regular season. Kingsguard, of course, played earlier. Uh, they actually had a game on Wednesday. And they're trying to keep up that win streak and hopefully move to 6-2. and two. Now, they say defense wins championships for a reason. The Kings started off on fire, but despite that, in that first half, they never led once. So let that sink in. They were able to hit most of their first shots. And they were really on fire, and it didn't matter. And that tells you just how important a defense can be. You can score all day long, but if you can't get a stop, it's going to be tough to overcome. Now, Bucks on fire from the three-point line. And they were actually, uh, it's interesting, the Kings, again, just didn't have it on both ends to start the game. Now, A-Rooks and Big Meek are always going to be those guys, and they hit nine of their first ten shots from behind the arc. How about that? So 24 points of the game, eight of eight. Let that sink in. So eight of eight. I mean, just super, super impressive for those two. Now, Kingsguard, of course, were really hot as well to start the game. And because of that, they were able to stay in this one. And in the second half, they start off with a nice run of their own, 7-0. to zero, And they're really trying to get back in this one. 49-47, to 47, under two minutes to go in the third, was when they were able to finally get that lead. That lead was a combo platter of things. Kings were able to continue to hit shots. But the Bucks just were not as hot as they were in that first half. Both teams really played it even for the rest of the way. And ultimately, ball-like seam was the man that hit the game-winning shot. He ended up finishing, actually, the contest with 21 points. He was 8 of 12 shooting. And pretty solid matchup from there. But worth Worthing Colt was also good with 19 points. And BP, the guy, the man that really uh, got the job done on Wednesday... Wasn't as good in this game, but still able to grab that double-double. Bucks Gaming, unfortunately, just did not get the three-point shot going. And as we've seen in many of these matchups, that ends up being a big part of this. Final score in this one, Kings take it, 63-61. to Huge win for Kingsguard Gaming. And while it was a really good-fought game, big loss for the Bucks. Again, 63-61 is your final. For the Kings, got to give the player of the game nod to Worthing Colt. 19 points. 11 rebounds, an assist, a steal, three turnovers. For the Bucks. looking at Big Meek, solid performance. 26 points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals. Six of nine from the free throw or from the three-point line. And A-Rooks, five of eight from that three-point line. So really impressive uh, uh, shooting in that regard. And that's all she wrote for Bucks Gaming in this one. Moving on to the next matchup, we have... This is a game we're not going to really spend much time on, and you'll understand why I'm going to tell you the score. We had Warriors taking on the Magic, and honestly, the Magic had one of the worst offensive performances we've ever seen in uh, a game. Or you could argue that the Warriors had one of the best defensive matchups ever. It was just a complete uh, domination. Honestly, the Magic probably came out of this game pretty embarrassed. I mean, at tail of the tape, we talk about how important the first quarter is. Bucks, or sorry, Magic only score five points in the first quarter. And it, it didn't get much better from there. Quarter two, 11. Quarter three, 12. And in the fourth quarter, 
not a single point as they were outscored at 16 to nothing. Warriors were consistent, and they used all that momentum they had from winning the turn tournament, and they kept it going here. Just an absolute domination. Final score, 64 to 28. Let that sink in. The Magic only scored 28 total points in this one. Really, really rough for them. Player of the game, got to give it to CB13. 25 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 3 turnovers for Warriors Gaming. For the Magic, honestly, you score 28 points, and it's tough to really give anyone a shout-out. But I'm pretty impressed with King Cam. 10 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, a block, just 2 turnovers, 5 of 7 from the field. He did his part, but ultimately... It came up short. As again, they were blown out 64-28. to Last game of night number two, we have Grizz Gaming taking on T-Wolves Gaming. T-Wolves Gaming, normally you would think, would come into this game feeling pretty confident. You're playing a Grizz team that only has one win on the season. And for the Timberwolves, they've been playing some of their best basketball of the year. Just had a nice win, and they're hoping to continue that with another win this week. But what who will be the victor? Who's going to come into this game? What is going to be the story? Now, the Grizz, off to a, a really solid start. 12-5 to 5 was the early advantage. They were able to hit a lot of shots, definitely on fire. Now, five of their si- first six shots in the field, they hit two of three from the three-point. On the T-Wolf side, though, couldn't hit the shots. Were unable to hit not only uh, inside shots, but threes as well. Three of nine from the field. Uh, Grizz had a 14-10 to 10 lead going into the second quarter. Now, defense was definitely the story in that second quarter for the Grizzlies as the Wolves really just could not get much going, were forced to take some tough shots. And finally, uh, T-Wolves actually, only in the final few minutes of that first half did they look like a team that was really willing to fight. Now, at halftime, just a one-point lead for the Grizzlies because of that nice play in the second quarter to end, anyways, for uh, T-Wolves. Now, Really important to note, as far as the T-Wolves are concerned, uh, you, you wanted to see how much you got from Jay Money, who was still that, that player that's new to the team. And there's always going to be a little bit of a, I guess, a period, almost a trial period, where you see what you get. Now, in that third quarter, the Grizzlies started off on a 13-6 to run, just like that, back up eight points. And then going into the fourth quarter, they had a 51-41 to lead as they got a nice three-pointer to end that third quarter. Fourth quarter, not much to watch. If you missed this game, I do promise you, you should watch all the games that you miss on Twitch or YouTube. But the fourth quarter in this one, not a lot to write home about as both teams really seemed to struggle. But it didn't matter because at that point, the Grizz had already built that 10-point advantage. And a sloppy fourth quarter for both teams leads to a victory for the Grizz. Final score, 65-52. to a uh, big part of that won the turnover battle as they had 14 or nine turnovers and the Wolves had 14. We talk about how important that is. The other thing we always talk about is the importance of assists. So not only did the Grizzlies gaming, did they win the turnover battle? Looking at the assists, they out, they out assisted 17 to 15. And again, the first quarter is the other big determinant and they won that one 14 to 10. Final score, again, 67 to 52 Grizz take it. Looking at the player of the game, got to give it to Authentic African. 12 points, 13 rebounds, 5 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks, and just a single turnover, 6 and 9 from the field. Thank you Authentic, keeping it going. For the Wolves, it's tough. It was a, a pretty it was an okay effort from a few players, but ultimately not a great team effort. And we're going to give the final score, we're going to give the, the, the player that really kind of shined for T-Wolves anyways will be Feast. 12 points, 9 rebounds, just short of a double-double. 1 assist, 3 steals, 1 block, and just 3 turnovers. And that does it for night number 2. We move on to the final night of week number 5. And that is going to be, that took place on Friday. First game on the docket, we have Grizz Gaming taking on Hawks Town. Grizz hoping to get a little momentum after that Wolves win and beat the Hawks for the first night or for the first game of the night. Again, the first quarter tells us a lot about a game, and this was no different. How about the defense from Memphis? Only six points in the first quarter for the Hawks. I mean, I really think that started to set the table for this game overall. Now, one thing we've started to notice is that the Grizz Gaming, 
able to stop their opponents without actually having to cause turnovers, but instead making sure that they rebounded the basketball well, limiting those second chance points, and just playing sound basketball. Now, as the first half came to a close, you really felt like this game might already be over, up by 11 points at halftime, and just looked like the much better team overall. Now, in the second half, the Hawks definitely improved, but not to the point where this game was really ever in question, especially after the third quarter. You really could see that the Grizz were going to win this one. Now, how about looking specifically at this game, uh, specifically at the Hawks themselves? They really seemed to struggle quite a bit uh, in different areas, but Mr. Styles the player that they traded for recently, just has not panned out like they were hoping for. And uh, ultimately, they need more production from him. If you're going to make a trade, you're hoping that what you get back is going to find a way to actually, I don't know, contribute or at least make a meaningful impact on the games. And Mr. Styles, unfortunately, has not done that to this point. Uh, looking at some of the other pieces they have here, you got a Jay Fool was able to hit some nice shots uh, from long range. Arsenal... Always finds a way to get a double-double, which was true again. But who scores consistently? And they didn't have that here. And the Grizz took advantage of it. And that was a big part of why this game went the way it did. And I would argue that the score, the final score in this one, 65-51, is actually probably closer than this game was since it really never felt like it was in question. Almost every person on the Grizzlies roster was able to get into double digits. Surprisingly, the only person that wasn't was Authentic African. But you know what? For him, the player that, for the most part, always drags this team along, carries them on his back, I think it's okay if he has a game where he isn't uh, necessarily as dominant points-wise. I'm still going to give him the player of the game, though, because 9 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 2 blocks, just 2 turnovers. Very, very solid from him. And a nice double-double from Vandy. Again, we're always looking for that Robin to uh, Authentic African's Batman. And again, we got that here a little bit. Vandy, 18 points, 10, re- or 10 assists, and a steal. Just three turnovers, 3 of 5 from 3, 7 of 12 total. And looking at the Hawks team, we're not going to uh, shy away from at least highlighting a player. Arsenal, 15 points, 15 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block with just a single turnover. 7 of 9 from the field. Solid, solid game from him, despite it being in a losing effort. Next up, we have Jazz Gaming taking on Wizards District. Wizards, of course, trying to get their first victory, and the Jazz are hoping to just continue in the right direction as far as wins and losses are concerned. Now, going into this game, Wizards obviously have struggled and have not had a lot of real good games, and so that has been uh, definitely something to watch for in this one, and they got off to a nice start uh, in that first quarter, and we talked about how important it is to get off and win that first quarter, and I, just very good and very impressive how they were able to score points here. Wizards, 15 points in the first, 15 in the second, 20 in the third, and 16 in the fourth. Incredibly impressive, but not only that, but as the game was winding down, they were able to step up and get really good defense, holding the Jazz to just eight fourth quarter points. And in the end, a really solid victory for them, winning 66-52. to Honestly, a lot to like from this game. Looking at uh, the Wizards squad, Reese was so impressed with 31 points. A double-double from Gilly as he was able to get 15 points and 13 rebounds. We're going to give them co-players of the game. Honestly, just very impressed with what the Wizards were able to do in this contest. And uh, across the way, looking at the Jazz, you did not see a great uh, performance from them. Now, 50% from the field is not bad, but 6 of 19 from 3. That's a lot of misses. That is really uh, that really hurts. Uh, 3 of 8 for Gliz was really the leader, but 1 of 6 for Kev? That's that's not going to get the job done. you got to have better shooting from three-point range if you're going to win these basketball games. We talked about their ability to score, but their ability to defend in this game was shocking. Wizards, every single player had at least two steals. I mean, you just don't see that. 12 team steals total. And Dave Fry, two blocks. Jazz, 13 turnovers. I mean, it wasn't exactly a high-scoring affair, obviously, but, uh, man, 
winning every quarter but the second. So much to like from the Wizards in this one, and hopefully they can spring more of this into being a little more competitive night in and night out. I know Wizards District fans would definitely appreciate that. Uh, the one thing I will say about the Jazz, the Jazz obviously are going to uh, be a little down after this one. Being the first team to lose to the Wizards, definitely not what they were hoping to see from this weekend. Got to find a solution on both the offensive and defensive ends if you're going to be consistently uh, a solid team. And especially like we talked about from three-point range, you need to be more reliable than that. Next game, we have Warriors taking on Lakers. And the Warriors, man, just so impressive. They get that win at the turn tournament. And now they move on to, uh, they blew out the Magic earlier. And how about this? We look at them taking on Lakers gaming. And the same thing applies. How about this? In quarters one and three combined, they allowed just 12 points to the Lakers. Let that sink in. And this was, again, another blowout victory, 60-39. to And ultimately, actually, just they lost that fourth quarter. Otherwise, the lead would have been even bigger. This game was really never in question. They get out to a five-point lead in that first quarter, and, and they never look back. They just kept going. And they end up winning this, and not only winning it, by, but this is their sixth straight win. So let that sink in. Uh, they are now five and two on the season, and Lakers dropped to one and five. So obviously, part of this is the Lakers showing up, and in this case, not showing up. But ultimately, it's been huge and and really really impressive. This is the team right now that to beat. Uh, obviously, showing up in that turn tournament, and the rest of this season is really going to tell us a lot about this team. But uh, credit the Warriors. Really, really impressive what they've been able to do these last six matchups. Now, uh, we started off with an 11-0 run by the Warriors Gaming. Obviously, that's a great way to start it off. But on top of that, they then go on an 11-2 run before the first half ends. And so it's going to be a game of runs, but at what point were the Lakers going to make a run in this game? Unfortunately, the answer to that was never, as they weren't really able to do much. They They really struggled on the offensive end, and... You know, Lakers really just couldn't get much going. In the fourth quarter, the Warriors definitely, I would say they, they let up a little bit and allowed the Lakers uh, to get that win or to get that win as far as uh, the, the quarter is concerned. And while I personally wouldn't have done that, uh, it's not the end of the world that the Warriors went with that route and, 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 and it ended up being a route. They ended up winning by, obviously, 21 points, and this game was really never in question. Again, final score, 60-39. to 39. And I think that three points total being scored in the third quarter, doesn't that tell you a lot about how this game went? And you'd hope you can get uh, better production out of some of these players going forward. Now, player of the game for the Warriors Got to give it to my guy Type. 14 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals, 2 blocks. That 5 turnovers looms a little bit, but at the same time, it's tough to complain about how well they played. Over on the Lakers side of things, the player that we normally give a shout-out to is Moody. And I will I will give it to him as well. 8 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 3 steals, and a block. Just a single turnover. Very solid game from him. But one player does not a victory make. Second to last matchup of the night, we have Bucks taking on Wizards District. Wizards hoping to springboard that one victory into a second. Can they do it? Bucks hoping to find a way to stop that slide as they had that close loss earlier on in this week. So taking a look at the, the start of this one, it was the Wizards, of course, that found a way to get things going. Day Fry hits an, a three-point shot, and they take that early advantage. Uh, and in the first quarter, it was really all Wizards. They looked to try to get that same momentum they had in the last game, which got them their first victory. And a big part of that, again, was defense. Another thing that we watched for and we saw was pace of play as the Wizards found ways to score on the break. And how about this? Nine turnovers in the first quarter for the Bucks. That's not going to help get the job done. 17-7 to was the advantage for the Wizards in that first quarter. And like we talked about in those other games, the first quarter advantage in many cases tells us how this game is going to end. A lot of teams struggle with comebacks. You don't see a lot of comebacks in a 2K league. And that has been very consistent this week. Now, second quarter, 
and second half, more of the same. Uh, 22 to 7 was the advantage going with uh, just a few minutes left to go in that first half. It, this was never really a contest, surprisingly. And they were up 21 points going into halftime. Wizards, what what team is this? Where was this team to start the season? Obviously, something kicked into gear after that turn tournament. And if we can get more of this from the Wizards, uh, you really would be impressed. And they have pieces. Dave Fry is a solid player. They have some players on this team that can find ways to you know be productive. Uh, looking over to the Bucks side of things, you really had some issues a Rooks, for example, I think the Bucks really go as a Rooks goes, and this was not one of his better games. Taking a look at uh, player of the game, we'll go with over to that Wizard side, obviously, and I'm going to give it to two players. It's a duel. Reese to God and Gilly. Reese, 22, 29 points, two rebounds, six assists, four steals, just a single turnover. For Gilly, 22 points, 16 rebounds, four assists, three steals, three turnovers, so incredibly impressive what you got from him. For the Bucks. we talked about A-Rooks. 13 points, 5 of 11, shooting 3 of 8 from 3. You know, it's not the least productive game we've ever seen, but you need more from him. And uh, Big Meek with a nice 17 points. And Plondo really shined. 17 points, 15 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, 4 turnovers. This game was not really close at all. Seven points in the first quarter for the Bucks. Seven points in the second quarter for the Bucks. That's not going to get the job done. Now, kudos to them in that second half, finding a way to really step up. But how much of that was them stepping up, and how much of that was the grit or the Wizards stepping back a little bit? It's tough to say for sure, but I think a lot of it's more of the latter, as the Wizards team this week was on fire. 77-57 again is your final score in this one. Wizards get their second win of the season. Final game or final week five matchup. We have Lakers taking on Nets GC. Lakers hoping to get back in the good graces because this was a, a game where they needed to come back after that loss to the Warriors earlier in the week. Taking a look at this game, and Lakers actually started off pretty strong. First quarter was won by them. Now, both of these teams really, really need a win. Lakers only one win on the season. Nets gaming, hoping to get closer to 500. Who is going to really uh, take over this game? Now, again, Lakers started off strong, winning that first quarter and had a five-point lead, actually, at the end of the first half. So things to like. You had guys hitting shots, limited turnovers from the point guard. But the problem you run into is that the Lakers just didn't have it in the second half. 18 points given up in the third quarter. They, they found a way to keep it close. We're not talking blowout or anything like that, but the second quarter or the second half really changed things. And that team you saw in the first quarter and more importantly, the, the whole first half for the most part, the Lakers were not the same in the second half. And at this point, you really start to wonder what's going to happen for this Lakers season. Now, credit to the Lakers. Again, they fought back and this game went into overtime, but ultimately, I mean, the Nets find a way to win. And I think that tells you a lot about this one. Uh, the Nets themselves actually said this was a must-win game. They had lost four games in a row after they had started the season uh, with a, a nice winning streak of two. They got pretty good production in some games, but they need more consistency. And the Nets hope that they can use this win to start uh, another streak. Taking a look at the final score, we have Nets did win it by 10. So how about this? You get in overtime and you don't allow a single basket from the Lakers as the Nets go on a 10-0 run to end the game in overtime. Lakers, this is going to leave a bad taste in your mouth. You had a chance to get a victory, and you just didn't close it, and that's really unfortunate. For the Nets, I'm going to give player of the game nod to the guy that stuffed the stat sheet, Shockey, 8 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, and 2 steals to go along with just 2 turnovers, although I will give a shout-out to Wavy with 23 points. On the Lakers' side of the ball, a few guys that that stepped up, but I'm going to give it ultimately to Moody. Kev with 22 points, but 9 of 22 shooting is not ideal. But for Moody, 14 points, 12 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, 5 blocks, just 2 turnovers, 6 of 8 shooting, very efficient, and 100% from the free throw line. You got to step up, guys. We need something to change if the Lakers are going to right this ship. But honestly, I think it's too little, too late anyways. 
That does it for the recap of week number five, but definitely some more of the show to come. Now we do a, a next jump at week six, taking a look at the games to come and giving some predictions. Now, games start up again on May 22nd, so Wednesday, and that's going to be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. First game on the docket, we have Blazer 5 Gaming taking on Raptors Uprising. I think this could be a pretty interesting game, but I'm definitely going to go with Blazer 5. Definitely going to be the winners in this one for my money. You have Mavs Gaming taking on Bucks Gaming. Mavs Gaming, of course, one of the best teams in the league so far this season. Bucks with a little bit of a tailspin last week in Week 5, and so I am definitely going to have to go with Mavs Gaming. Next up, we have Kingsguard taking on Pistons GT. Both these teams, uh, I kind of see them as middling teams. I'm not necessarily in love with either of the franchises or what they've, what they've been able to do so far or what they're doing currently, but I, I think i got to give the edge to Kings Guard Gaming. I think they do end up taking this one. Next up, we have Celtics Crossover taking on Blazer 5. Both these teams coming off of a bye week. Who will be the victor? In this case, I do think Blazer 5 are going to prove to be too much for Celtics Crossover. Celtics Crossover did have uh, some nice play in that turn tournament, but I think it was not enough, and they do end up pulling this one out. Last game of the first night of Week 6, we have Mavs Gaming taking on Pistons GT, and this is a game, actually, I could see being a bit of a blowout. Uh, For some reason, I just think the Mavs find a way to get it done, and convincingly... The Pistons are just not a team that really jump off the page right now, and this game will be no different. I'm going to call it 20-plus points victory for the Mavs. On night number two, we have Heat Check Gaming taking on Celtics crossover. Heat Check Gaming, I think, really coming to this game, definitely being the better team, especially if you look at if the Celtics do, in fact, lose the game the night before against Blazer 5. I think, you know, they're going to be a little bit down and they have not had a great season. We are going to take Heat Check Gaming in this one. Well, probably, you know, 10 points or so, but I definitely think they get the job done. Next game, we have Raptors Uprising taking on Lakers Gaming. Uh, both of these teams are, you know, lower half of the league. Not a lot to love. Now, they are coming out of their bye week. They have Sick is now a part of their roster, and they have a double header uh, this week. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Sick, of course, was a member of Cavs, Cavs Legion, and he uh, was part of that trade they made just after the turn. Raptors are going to hopefully find a way to get job done. I, I have not loved what I've seen from the Lakers lately. And again, they've only got one victory on the season, and they're not going to get it to two here. We do have them losing to Raptors Uprising. Knicks taking on Cavs Legion. Knicks definitely towards the bottom of the league. It has been a struggle for them, but Cavs Legion not much better. Now, they have obviously are in a little bit of a, a, a problem when Leica Pro was recently suspended. So all hail Trey is definitely going to have to continue to step up. Now, he looked decent at times in week number five. And what was that for the team? Well, not enough as they were lost both games by an average of 21 points. Now, the Knicks, again, we talk about how they've struggled, but they come off a bye. I'm going to take the Knicks in this one. I think the Knicks are going to find a way to get the job done and win this game, and hopefully maybe they can get a little bit of momentum. Now, last year, they won the turn tournament. This is going to be important for them to make a run during the stretch here. Last game of night number two, we have Warriors taking on Bucks. And I don't even think it's a question who wins this one. I think the Warriors will win this one. Uh, maybe not going away because I think the Bucks are going to find a way to at least be competitive. But I do think it's still probably double digits. Warriors do end up taking this one in the last game of night number two. Last night of games for week six. Start off with 76ers taking on Warriors uh, GC and uh, I'm going to call this the game of the week for my money. I think these are two uh, two of the best teams in the league for my money. No questions asked. Uh, 76ers very good regular season record. Warriors obviously come into this week on a big win streak. Who's going to get it done? Time will tell. But I do think uh, in the end, Warriors take this one in a close one. Probably win this by four or five points. Next, you have Cavs Legion taking on Lakers Gaming. Cavs looking to 
hopefully make, turn something around. It's been a struggle. Lakers in the same boat. But surprisingly, I feel like the Lakers find a way to get this done. I just think this is going to be a game where they say enough is enough and they find a way to get it done. Now, again, they both played the night before. And tough matchups, uh, not so much, at least not for Cavs Legion when they took on the Knicks. You have the Lakers. They took on uh, at least a little better team in terms of the Raptors. But this is going to be a, a close game. But, again, I'm going to give the nod to Lakers Gaming, getting their second win of the season. Nets GC then taking on Knicks Gaming. Now, the Nets on the season, very similar to the Knicks, have struggled a bit at times, but ultimately are the better team, although let's say it's close. Three and four is the Nets. One and four is the Knicks. Neither team necessarily thinking that they're in the top tier of this league. In the end, I do think the nod goes to Nets GC. They will win a close one. Heat check then taking on 76ers. You know, we talked about how the 76ers have been one of the most impressive teams on the season, but don't look that far back. Heat check gaming four and three on the season. A lot to like about them. Now they did just split their doubleheader in week five, and they were missing their coach, actually, uh, for anyone that was not aware, due to a sickness. So they added the addition of Hood. Hood looked really good in game one. Hood struggled in game number two. They definitely want to come out swinging here. They beat Celtics, for our money anyways, in their first matchup of the week. But in this one, it's going to be close, but I'm going to take 76ers. I think they end up winning. Final matchup of week six and this preview. Take a look at Nets GC taking on Jazz Gaming, and i got to go with Jazz Gaming. Sorry, Nets. You were hoping to win two in a row here this week, but it is not meant to be. Uh, Jazz Gaming, most people would say, are one of the top 10 teams in the league. And the Nets, unfortunately, trending in the wrong direction, despite what we're thinking is a win against the Knicks. Again, Jazz, take this one probably double digits. That's going to do it for the recap segment. Now, we're going to quickly go over. I want to give a shout-out to uh, the NBA 2K League and Jonathan Raber specifically. He is in charge of the NBA 2K League power rankings. Uh, His most recent addition are the post-week 5 edition power rankings. So I wanted to go over those quickly just to get an idea of who is surging and who is dropping. 21, you have Lakers Gaming. Regular season record, 1-6. They were previously ranked 20th but they did drop that one spot. Pistons GT, 18th is what they were before. They have dropped two spots to 20th, sitting at 1-6 and six on the season. Wizards District, move up to 19th from 21st, and that is the reason why two teams dropped. Wizards with two wins, and they are now in the plus column. Nice two-game winning streak. At 18, you have the Knicks. They were 17th before, 1-4 and four on the season. Nets GC, 3-4 and four on the season. They were 16th. Drop now to 17th. They did really play well in uh, some Week 5 games, but ultimately they do end up dropping. Beating the Lakers, probably not the success story you're hoping for, as the Lakers obviously have been uh, one of those teams that are rolling over a bit easy so far on the season. At 16, you have Cavs, Legion GC, 3-5 and five overall, and their previous rank was 12th. So they did end up dropping four spots. Obviously, a big part of that is having a Leica Pro be suspended. They had uh, some turmoil just in terms of making a trade. So it's an interesting thing. They could continue to trend down. Raptors at 15th were 15th before, actually. Regular season record of 2-3. and three. Grizz Gaming, 3-4 and four on the season. They are starting to play their best basketball, I would argue, of ever since, since the start of the NBA 2K League. They were 19th, dropping five spots and they actually were able to double their regular season win total. Got a nice victory over a T-Wolves gaming team that has been pretty solid, and they move up to, again, from 19 to 14. Celtics crossover, 1-4 and four on the season. Previous ranking was 14th. They do move up one spot. That was because they were able to double their win total at the turn. Double win total on the season, so two wins there, and including a, a win against the, the Pacers, who were previously undefeated. So very impressive there. Magic Gaming, you know, they're 12th. They were previously 10th. You know how you drop two spots? You score 28 points total in a, in a game. That's how you drop two spots. That is just not going to get the job done. 
very much a struggle they had against the Warriors. Again, Magic 3-4 and four in the season, dropped from 10th to 12th. At 11, you have Hawks, Talon, GC, 3-3 three and three on the season. They were previously ranked 8th, so a little bit of a drop. But you know what? They were able to get their first game with Mr. Styles, who they traded with recently, and maybe they can continue uh, you know, riding the ship and finding a way to con- maybe improve. Instead of dropping from 8 to 11, maybe they jump back into that top 10. T-Wolves Gaming, again, it's been a little bit of a back and forth on their season, but getting rid of their coach, I think, was the right move. 3-5 and five on the season, they jump three spots from 13 to 10. So far, I think we've gotten, while it is mixed results, for the most part, I think we've gotten a better T-Wolves team, and I think they are going in the right direction at the right time. At 9, you have Heat Check Gaming, regular season record of 4-3. and three. Previously, they were ranked 6, so a bit of a drop week 5. You know, here's the deal. They split their double headers in week five, which is good. They had some other issues. Obviously, their coach being sick didn't help anything. And they're sitting uh, right in there at that nine spot, not too shabby. Jazz Gaming, four and three on the season. They actually jumped three spots. So you had a swap between Jazz Gaming and Hawks Talon. Now, the Jazz, as some people would say, are looking good. This is a, a nice change. Again, four and three is the regular season record. They got it to the turns semifinals, which is pretty big. And then they actually got a, a win in their first game of their doubleheader. So there's definitely some positives. Now, it's not all great. They did lose to Wizards District, but it's still a solid performance for the Jazz, moving up three spots. Bucks Gaming at 7, 4-4, four and four, so 500 on the season. They were previously ranked 5th. Pacers Gaming at number 6, 5-1 and one on the season. And they were third previously. Now, they did get their first regular season loss recently. And that obviously hurt. And it was a big loss, mind you. And that's one thing to watch for. You lose by 20 points to a surging Kings team. And you are going to drop a little bit. Blazer 5 is next at five, at 5th. 6-1 and one on the regular season. They were first. But for obvious reasons, they were dethroned. And we'll go over that just shortly. Kingsguard Gaming... Six and two on the regular season. They were ninth, but they are playing at such a high level right now. Think about this. They opened the season at the bottom of the rankings. They're now up to fourth as they continue some solid play. At three, you have Mavs Gaming. Their regular season record is what? That's right. Undefeated still. Seven and oh. Now they were undefeated going into the turn tournament. They did not win the turn tournament, obviously. That was the Warriors, but still been one of the best teams. Now they did have a bye week. Uh, and so that made a difference. Now they go into week six, still undefeated, and hoping to you know get over that loss in the turn tournament. At two, we have 76ers GC, three and two on the regular season. They were fourth, obviously trending in the right direction. And no shocker, but the team that is doing better than anyone right now, and that is Warriors Gaming at number one. At five and two in the regular season, they were previously ranked seventh. Nobody is playing better basketball than Warriors right now, and they belong in that number one spot. Every week, though, things change, and how long will they be the king of the hill? Only time will tell. Now, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the NBA 2K League Show on Dash Radio's Nothing In That Channel. Make sure, if you don't already, subscribe and give us a like and a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or anywhere anywhere else uh, great podcasts are found. And until next week, keep it 2000. Introducing the Roadcaster Pro Podcast Production Studio. The Roadcaster Pro is a true world-first all-in-one console solution for podcasters of all levels, featuring four microphone channels, Bluetooth, USB, and TRRS inputs, eight color-coded sound effect pads, four high-power headphone outputs, and more. The Roadcaster Pro is professional podcasting made easy. Available in stores this December. Visit www.road.com for more information. Once again, that's www.rode.com. Playoffs, the NBA Finals, six minutes away from your team's first title. It's only 
One quarter to your name hangs with idols. Preparation set became fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. Everybody breathes it through your sound like the Miami Heat. South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Yeah, So your name hangs with idols. Preparation set became fundamental, vital. Each game is survival. Never be trusted. Why do you think you sound like the Miami Heat? South Beach, they be showing us love. Takes it up. Yeah, Jack.